I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones A pound old West Ham United just a podcast More just a podcast Good morning, good afternoon or good evening This is more than just a podcast Podcast uh, We're back for a one-off special Part of our um, series of interviews uh, Nigel Khan's interviews With former West Ham players This is number three um, Earlier this week uh, Nigel caught up with a West Ham player called Eddie Borrington, who um, had a FA Cup winner's medal from 1964, if some of you remember that. Uh, he actually started at West Ham Youth with Bobby Moore, who he considered one of his mates, and he made over 180 appearances with West Ham. But uh, let's not me explain it. Let's Nigel explain it in his interview with uh, Eddie Borrington. Enjoy. Today, I'd like to welcome to more than just a podcast, special West Ham interviews. Uh, a player that played for West Ham in the 60s and was a member of the FA Cup winning team of 1964. His name's Eddie Bovitton. Welcome, Eddie. Thank you, Nigel. Pleasure. Um, we'll start at the beginning, Ed. You, you joined West Ham as a youth player. Yes. Um, 1957, is that right? That's correct, yes. I mean, what was the what was the process you went through? Uh, who, who scouted you and well, I was, what made I was, you join? I was playing Sunday morning football and Saturday afternoon football for youth teams. And uh, the Saturday afternoon team was run by a chap who also played. And uh, he got spotted by West Ham. He went for a trial at West Ham, the, the, uh, his son, Alan. And they said, have you got any other boys in the team? I want a trial so he put me forward I went for a trial on a Friday night at Green and Siley Weirs at Wanstead against Fulham and then uh, that was in April I was still at school then and uh, and they asked me to co-training of an evening when the season started which I did do and then eventually they asked me to go on the ground staff Was, it, was you still at school or was it just as you left I, I, I left school in that, that's, after that game I left school after that first game I left school in, in the uh, in the May and June, I was in the fifth. I was, I was 16 at the time. Right. So when, when I mean, we hear a lot of this word. You joined the grand staff. What, what did that entail? It's, it's something we don't really hear about now. Well, we were split up into groups. Two groups. One day you trained, and one day you did work on the ground. 
Uh, so we alternated between the two groups doing work. On the Monday, on the Monday we'd be sweeping the ground with all the litter that was there. In the summer we would be, we would be doing, and also on Fridays we'd be doing the dressing rooms for Saturday games, cleaning them up, polishing them up, cleaning the baths and the uh, and the showers. And the other day you trained. Who, who was um? Who was the coach at the time? Bill Robinson. Bill, Bill Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Good coach. Uh, old school. Bit of a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a bruiser as a player. He was a. <laughs> He <laughs> was a centre forward, old school. He came from Hartlepool, and uh, he was in charge of the youth team. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. He was enthusiastic. I mean, who, who was you in the youth team with? Any any other players of note that we would know? Uh, well, all the boys: Bobby Moore, Jeff Hurst, uh, Tony Scott, John Cartwright, Mickey Beasley, Harry Cripps. Uh, Andy Smiley, all the boys that was at the, those, and these these boys that I went there, I was I felt quite inadequate. They'd all played for counties and England, and I was I felt quite inadequate at the time. I mean, you you made the it must have been a good. I mean, we got Bobby Moore. Everybody knows Jeff first. Harry Cripps went on to play for Millwall. That's um, right. Yeah, became yeah. a Millwall legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cartwright. He, he, beca- he became. Uh, he went on coaching. He coached at the Arsenal under Don Howe, and he was also England, I think, youth team coach. I think he went abroad quite a bit. He was involved with the FA quite a bit. Johnny Cartwright. But he, he left us and went to Crystal Palace. You, you got to the Youth Cup final. Yes. Um, Nineteen fifty-nine. That's correct. Yeah, against Blackburn Rovers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I've, I've read the reports. It, it looked like we could have been, or you could have been a member of the first team to win the Youth Cup for West Ham. We'd previously lost it two years before, a bit before your time. Yeah, it's against, against Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, um, we should. We really should. I think we, we should have won. Really, um, Jeff Hurst didn't play in the in the first leg at home. We, I think we we drew. I think one one. I'm not sure one two one one. one yeah. And we lost one new. I think up there after extra yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, they had a good side. They had, uh, uh, Mike England played for them. Uh, who was a centre forward? Fred Pickering, centre forward. Who all, all went had good careers for England, and Mike England played for Wales, didn't he? Yes, and managed them. Yeah, yeah and and uh, Newton, a fullback, played for England. They were a decent side. They were very. It was a very hostile crowd up there as well. I think they had about ten thousand in the ground there, which is quite good for a youth team game those days. I mean, I don't know if you remember it. The, the report asked him. I mean, it went to extra time. West Ham actually missed the penalty. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't know what it was, though. No. I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I could find out, but I don't know. Um, I, I mean, at the time, playing with the youths, did you think progression to the first team, is it something that every player thought would happen, or was you always well, aware no, that could, only could... an handful made it? Well, what you said was you you crept up, you played for the youth team, and you if you any good you played for the A team, yeah. and then you would just progress from there to the combination team, and then hopefully you'd get in the first team. But there was loads of boys that who were much better than me as youth team players who never made it for some reason didn't didn't progress. I went the other way around. I was not, not a great starter, but ended up being not too bad. A late developer. Yes, yeah, definitely. And it's all down to luck all the time, you know. If you get your chance, you've got to take it and. Uh, on the day you get your chance, if you don't do any good, you, 
especially today, it's even worse today, and you don't even get a chance to get in the first team. Yeah. That's the problem today. Yeah. Um, Ted Fenton was the manager. He at was, the time. yes. Yes, was, he was. I mean, he'd been an ex-player for the club. Yep. When you joined, he'd been manager for seven, eight years. Yes, yes. Um, West Ham got promoted um, around the time you joined the club as well, into the first yeah, division. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Was there? A, was, could you see the big change? Because really, that's where the West Ham way the seeds were sown. Could you see the change happening at the time? Or well, I, I'd never, I never knew what West Ham was before I went there. Tell you the truth, I lived in North London in Edmonton. I was a Tottenham Arsenal boy. You know, they were the teams I supported. And when I got a trial, I didn't even know how to get the West Ham to go over the trial. Um, but, uh, but after that first season, then they got promotion. And uh, it, that was amazing, really. Because, but you know, the, the players were very, very tactically aware. Noel Campbell, Malcolm Ellis, who, who, who was involved in it, but he didn't play in many games because he was ill. But John Bond, uh, there was all boys that thought about the game and they put it together themselves. Really, Ted, Ted was just the father figure that just held it together. So I mean, the, the, the general saying from around that time was that. Um, the, a lot of the professionals in the first team took took part in the youth coaching. Um, yeah, they did because when I first went, we used to go down. Used to go down on Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday nights, and they used to take in turns to to do coaching the youth team, the youth boys who, who were part timers as such. Was it all first team players? Pardon? What first team players would? would... Malcolm Allison, Noel Campbell. That's what I can remember. At that time, national service was was still going on. A lot of boys were. On so we used to come and train them a night with us as well. Right. They, they, they were based at Woolwich. The boys on national service, fortunately for them, so they, they was home. They used to go home every night. <laughs> right. Right. So it wasn't like they were billeted away. They, they no, no, no. Because they, 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 there was quite a lot of rivalry between local units with with football. So they they all tried to get the best players playing for them. And the fellow down at Woolwich, he used to have some poor with it. I don't know with the, with. Uh, with the military, and he used to get all the top players. <laughs> um, you finally get chosen to make your debut. Yeah. Under Ted Fenton. No, Ron uh, Greenwood. Ron Greenwood? You made your debut against wait, Man wait. United. No, sorry. No, you, you're right. Yeah, Ted Fenton, yes. Yeah, Ted Fenton. Yeah, yes, up, up at uh, Old Trafford, yeah. I mean, you oh. was about... 18, 19 at the time, making your making debut. Yeah, I was 18, yes. Yeah. I mean, what are your memories of that day? I mean, going up with Man United were, were, were a big club to, to, to start with. Yeah, also, not wasn't long up more, about a year after the uh, Munich disaster, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. A couple of years no, after. I, yeah. I, was, uh, I was pretty nervous that day, that's for sure. And uh, it was a marvellous uh, place to play and Playing against players you only ever dream about, you know, Bobby Charlton and Dennis Violet at the time. Uh, it was just surreal, really. And then we were 3-1 up as well. Oh, right. And then we got uh, beat 5-3. Five, 5-3, three. Five, three, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, a, you know, it was an unbelievable experience to play. I didn't play again for quite some time after that. Um, well, your next game came after a change of manager. Yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, when Ron came in, did he take interest in the younger players? Yes, he did, yeah. He, he was pretty well, he was hands-on, wasn't he, Ron? Uh, although him and I never got on very well, he was still... Uh, he was quite a bit before his time with his coaching methods. 
he was he was uh, very astute and very very tactically aware all the time, and he instilled it into us. Was there a noticeable difference between Ted Fenton and Ron yeah, Greenwood? Yeah, yeah, Ted, Ted didn't didn't do any coaching. He wasn't a coach. Ted, Ted was more like a, a, an office manager than a, 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 on the ground, and Ron was uh, used to do all the training himself. So Ted would be more like more modern day directs for football in a way. Then. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a very fair assumption. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, yeah. He had a good air about him, Teddy. He's smart and he was astute, but he wasn't a football man, a pure football man as such. Now, you've got back into the team, 1961, as we said, you came in. Yeah, I played a couple of more games. I played. Uh, I was in and out most of the time for quite a while. Yeah, you still what? What position was you playing then? Well, it was old right half position. If, if, Defender. When, when I, I, I took over from Andy, Andy Malcolm, really. <laughs> oh, right. Andy Malcolm, who was the first hammer of the year. Yes, um, yeah. So he was a he was quite a, a good player to, to yeah, come in and replace. Yeah, he was. Well, I did, Martin, well, Martin, I played a few games, and Martin Peters came in after me. Well, you know the story, don't you? After the, well, go on. You want to ask any more questions before I tell you about Blackburn? Yeah, I mean. Um, you came in in, in 62. Yeah. And then you seemed to settle into the team, but then you was, as you said, throughout your beginning, early career, you seemed to be in and out. I was, um, yeah. We'd have a couple of wins and then we'd get, get beat and I'd be dropped. So that was the way it was at that time. I mean, did that, you said earlier about Ron Green, would you never get on with him? Was no, that... I, never got, I never got on with him. Now, <laughs> the, 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 the first year he came, uh, the end of the season came, and uh, he wouldn't offer me any more money. And I, I, went, I stuck out. I wanted another four quid a week, and he wouldn't give it to me. So he put me on the list, and uh, nobody came in for me. And we started training. I was, I was training pretty well, and then eventually gave it to me what I wanted, and uh, it was all right then. But we still we never hit it off after that, really. So you finally come in. 1964. 63. January. 63. 63, yeah. You came in in 63. After the Boxing Day game. Yeah. So you, you was in and out. In, that's right. I'm yeah, looking not, at your stats not, now. You've got a few run-outs. Yeah, that's then right. Yes, yes. West Ham had the, the Boxing Day defeat against yeah. Blackburn at home. Which yeah. was, was it 8-2? 8-2, yes. Yeah. Eight I mean, you must have seen the game. Was, oh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, we always went to the games if yeah. we weren't playing, unless you were playing in the reserves, obviously. But no, I was at the game, yeah. And then the, we had the we had the return. I think t- two days later, and on the way we got up there, and uh, I went with them. And then we got there, and we sat in the uh, the night before having a meeting. And he said he read out the team, and I was playing. He just made one change with me for Martin, and it wasn't Martin's fault. We got beat, really. It was just one of those things. I was good at marking, and. Uh, he wanted me to mark Brian Douglas, which I did do, because he'd run right at Upton Park. And um, then I played the next week with the FA Cup game against Charlton, and then I stayed in for the rest of the season. I mean, coming back quickly to the Backburn game, literally two days after getting beat 8-2 at home, you go to Blackburn and win 3-1. Yeah, what, yeah. I mean, what's the first game? 
and now you're playing the second game. <laughs> the, what was the change? Well, the change because because Brian, I, I followed Brian Douglas everywhere. I didn't, didn't let him have the ball. And that was what he put me in for. So, you know, I could do a job. Martin couldn't do that. Martin was a, was a, a creative player. Yeah. But I'm saying it wasn't his fault. We got beat. It was the whole team were played terrible that day at home, and he just ran right, Brian Douglas, and, and that was that was the only reason that, that we beat them the following day or two days later. So you come back in. The next game you play in is the FA Cup third round. Yeah, Charlton against Charlton. Charlton yeah, that's right. Park, yeah. Um, and then it went from there, really. Did you think the name was on the cup after that? Can you remember much? No, no, because we played all right the next game, I think it was, and we were lucky to beat them, really. Yeah, I was after a replay. Yeah, we, 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 I think, we, only, I think we, we drew one each down there. I think we only won 1-0 or 2-0. I mean, it was a bit of a struggle, really. Um, the big game, I suppose, before the final was the Manchester United yeah. semi-final. Now, yeah. strange facts would happen. The week before, Man United had beat us 2-0 at home. That's right, yeah. Before the semi-final. With almost the reserve side they'd put out, really. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, in in the semi final, the, the the weather was terrible. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, the week before the week before the game at Upton Park, they put out about five or six reserves, and they beat us two 0 And as we come off, the goalkeeper David Gaskell said to one of the boys, "I won't bother turning up next week." <laughs> we, we, thought, right. we thought likewise as well. Really, yeah, <laughs> pretty despondent. And so we, we had nothing to lose when we went up there. We just, I don't know, it just all clicked for some for some reason. I went, they were so cocky beforehand that the Dagenham Gold Pipers were there in, under the stand waiting to go out to perform on the pitch. And they were chatting them up, all the Man United players, and we were shitting ourselves, really. <laughs> they, they were overconfident. I, thought, I think we were, I think they were about three to one on to win or something like that, some silly price. Was the pitch a level of that day? Because it looked... I mean, yeah, well, it, all, the pitches were always like that all the time, mainly in, yeah. in the winter. So I, not like that today, are they? They're like no. billiard tables today. It was just... We, you just used to play in those conditions. It, it was just... I don't, everything just seemed to click for us that day. Everything seemed to go right. All right. So we now um, go forward to the final. Yeah. West Ham are now the favourites. 
Yeah. So we're playing Preston North End. Yeah, and one down. And um, yeah, and we go down, one down. We went two, two one down, didn't we? Or did we go two one up? No, it was two one down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know we were pretty despondent because we thought this is unbelievable. Uh, it was just, it was, it was a bit of a shock, really. It was like, it was like, like us playing United in the semi-final. You know, we were probably a bit too confident. I think. I mean, when Ron sets the team out, did it? Did did he used to go through the opposition? Would he point out to you? Because the thing is, you wouldn't have played Preston that season, so would no, you know no. much about them? No, not really. No, I, I, I think um, I think he sent Bobby and Johnny Byrne up to watch him for one game when we was playing Everton. I think the week before. That was all I think anybody looked at them. But right. we knew they were, they, were, they were a decent side to get where they to get where they did in the in the final. They're some good players. Yeah, I mean, Howard Kendall um, was, yeah, then he, 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 he was just a 17-year-old then. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, the, that boy, I, think, I forget his name, was it Appleton or something, the left half, or Ashworth, I think. Or he, uh, he fell out with the manager over something the week beforehand. <laughs> and uh, so he put him in, put Kendall in, who, as you know, turned out to be a very, very good player. Yes, yes. Um, with the last, Virtually near enough the last touch of the game, Ronnie Boyce um, Eddie, yeah, Eddie, Eddie Eddie the winner. Yeah, dream come true. It was, but it was, we, we never had a chance to really appreciate the win because as he scored, but I mean the whistle went, so we weren't like winning and thinking we won the cup. It was all over too quickly. Yeah. Then they bundle you up and get the cup. You do one lap with a pitch and you're back in the dressing room. Is that what it's all about? <laughs> it seemed like that at the climax. Do you, do you not remember? Because a lot of a lot of players say that the, the the game actually does go past very quickly when you're playing in those games. You don't appreciate it no, until later. You, you don't. Yeah, I just uh, it was it was it was surreal really because you know you, you think you're going to extra time, you're all tired, and then the, the winner pops up and you're off the pitch. <laughs> it's gone. Next Probably season. Well, the, probably the best part of the whole weekend was the uh, the bus tour around the East End with the cup. Yeah, do you, do you, do you remember that well? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, we were crowds everywhere from Allgate right the way through down to down to East Ham Town Hall, Stratford Town Hall, and East Ham Town Hall. Yeah, it was a marvellous um, morning. I mean, would you say that was a dream come true as a kid? I mean, the FA Cup back then was... Yeah, well, yes, it was, yeah. I mean, you never ever think you're going to play in an FA Cup. You dream about it, but uh, it's just, it, it was unbelievable. For some of my standing, because I wasn't a top player, I was an average player, so it was even better for me. Yeah. I appreciate it probably more than the others did. I mean, just to put a note, I mean, I think there's been over, there's been nearly 900 players played for West Ham. But only 32 have ever got an FA Cup winners medal. Yeah, so not, yeah that's. I mean, uh, you, you're good, keeping some good company there. Yeah, yeah. To say oh, you're yeah. just an average player, to be fair. Yeah, that was. It was. It was a wonderful day, wonderful weekend. The best bit about winning the cup, possibly, you get to play in Europe the next season. Bit bit of yeah. sweet for you. Yeah. Well, well, it was. Yeah, because uh, I played that next season. I, I was in the team regular. I didn't miss a game up until March. We were due to go to Lausanne to play in the quarter final and we playing Sunderland on the Saturday and uh, I fractured my kneecap. So they went off to Lausanne on the Sunday and I'm sitting on the treatment table. 
uh, pretty upset. Didn't know I didn't know I broke it. I thought I just uh, had a slight confusion there. And I went to the hospital. They said it was all right. Just keep exercising it. It got no be- no better. They went off the design. On the third, I went back for another X-ray, and they found out I fractured it. So I was in plaster then. So that was my season finished. And that was it. Yeah. So I mean, did you get to go to Wembley? I mean, back in I mean, you played in four games um, in that campaign. Did did you get did they award medals to players that no are, no that no no no, no there's no substitutes right like no no only the eleven got medal which is right really you, you, if you don't play you shouldn't get a medal should you well I personally I find that I, and I'll tell you why because at the end of the day you, you've played in the first round yeah but, uh, but if you don't if you don't play in the final I mean that's for the final if you don't if you don't get to the final if you know. If you've helped get to the final, yeah, then yeah. in some way that should be well, acknowledged. I, I wouldn't feel that you've you, you've earned you've it. Achieved you achieved it, yeah. Personally, um, but yeah, I was at the final. We, we all, we, I went to the semi-final uh, to get went to Zaragoza with the, with the team had a day out, a week out with them, and it was nice. But it was pretty golden. You, you might, I might not have played anyway in the final, but uh, what might have been all the time, isn't it? You think that? Yeah, I mean. When when you came out of the team, who came in for you? Well, Martin Martin Peters came back in the side, and he was playing left back instead of Jackie Burkett. Yeah. I played every game. That's so I played thirty three league games, all the cup games, but we was knocked out. I know we was knocked out pretty early, and the European games. And Martin was playing left back. Then when I broke my uh, fracture my kneecap, Martin went back to right half, and Jackie Burkett came back in. So it was, it was Jackie who had the benefit of me getting injured, really. So, I mean, Martin Peters, did you, um, was there a competition for your spot, did you think? Because obviously, it possibly did. Well, I, well, look, Martin was a different player for me. Martin was a World Cup winner, classy player. Yeah. I was, a, I was a, somebody rough people up, really. But Martin was a productive player, elegant and uh, scored goals. We were different players. He, he needed me sometimes to do things that Martin couldn't do, and I, but I couldn't do the things that he did at all. Yeah. So, you, I mean, as a player, you knew your limitations. Yeah, You concentrated on that yeah. rather I was, than... I was, a, I was an out defender. Yeah. I had no skill going forward as such to score goals. Although, you know, no one ever sort of um, encouraged to go forward, but Martin was that type of player who, who, who did. I think his nickname was The Ghost, was it? Or? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we were different players, different players entirely. I mean, was all the we? I mean, there would have been obviously a squad of players, so eleven get to play because there was no subs back in '65. Yeah. Did you all go to the final? '65, yeah, yeah, we yeah. always, yeah, all the boys that were on the like the periphery of playing all, all went. Yeah, it was about sixteen, seventeen of us went. And then there was the banquet afterwards, which was nice. And it was, it was, that was it. I mean, was it bittersweet? Did, was it something that you thought, oh, I'd, I'd love to have been part of? Yeah, well, of course. Right. That's yeah, a bit of yeah. a stupid question, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. imagine if I, if I was you, I'd have been sitting there a bit gutted, actually, to not taking part. Well, you know, to, to think that, that I, I knew where I'd come from 
Yeah. I think I could have played two games at Wembley in in space of twelve months. Well, I might not have played in. I might have got a drop. You don't know, but you but you think you you played all the games so far in the season you, that you would have had a chance of going all the way. It was a uh, yeah, it's pretty galling really, but that's what sports about, isn't it? Yes, yes. You know, One pretty, man's misfortune is another man's fortune. If other players have missed out, but worse than me on things. And there was a couple of I mean, four of us uh, who played in the cup final that didn't play in the. In the uh, European Cup final, Johnny Burm, he had a ligament trouble, so he didn't play. He, got, yeah. he missed uh, games after that. Uh, but Bonzi then Alan Seeley coming for him. Yep. He came in and scored twice. So yeah. he had a, you know, that's the way football is, isn't it? It's like all sport. Yeah. You, you take your opportunity. Was it, was it a tight-knit group of players? Did you used to uh, socialise together? Some of us did. We had to, there was always a couple of factions in a group of people like, like you, people who work in a factory in there. You, you, you match up with like people who the same yeah. ilk as yourself, which, which was the, uh, the I mean, um, who, social who, crew. Who was your best friend then at West Ham well, where you played? Uh, I don't know. I used to knock about with Bobby and Johnny Byrne quite a bit. Um, the alcoholic crew, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this I don't know. It was a lot different back then to now. Would you say that the players was there a drinking culture or? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Every, every club had a drinking culture somewhere along the line. Yeah. It was. It was but I mean, I, I never abused myself during the week. I was just, I was a, a weekend drinker. I'm still the same now. Binge drinker. Weekends. Right. Yeah. So after the game, basically. After games, yeah. yeah. A few of the boys used to be out in the week, but I never did that. I, I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 1966. Yeah. Obviously, you, you 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 came back into the team at the start of the season, or 65, 66 season. So you yeah. got your place back in. Yeah. And again, you, you played near enough the whole season. Uh, back into Europe uh, before we lost in the semi-final. Yeah, well, I was in, I was in and out again. I was in and out really. Um, they brought me back for the semi-final. Brought me back for the final of the year, League Cup. League Cup. Yeah, I, I played nine, the first nine game, the first eight games. He dropped me for the final first leg against West Brom and brought me back for the return, and we still got beaten that. That was my swan song. I think I oh, didn't do much after that. Yeah, it's um, as you said, it, 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 your career was one where you seemed to come into the team in and out, in and, a, and it, out of the team. I used to get dropped. I used to get drafted in when after a few defeats, and then I, we'd win a couple, and <laughs> we'd have a few defeats. I get drafted out again. Do you think that came down to your relationship with Ron? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really, no, no, no. Um, no, I wouldn't say that really. No. I mean, I was. I mean, one's always seen as a good coach. Was he a good manager? No, he wasn't. Do you think? I, I, I never. He, he never ever said it to anybody. Well done, or put his arm over and said, "Oh, gave you confidence or anything." You know, didn't boost you up at all. Which, which all sports or any, you know, whatever sport, you you, you all need. 
arm round you saying you can do a job for me or you can do this and that and he never did do it any of the boys he never ever said the Bobby well done him much at all uh, he was all at loggerheads with Bobby so he was he had his favourites Ron uh, who he liked and I think people who, who stood up against him he, he wasn't too happy with but, that, so, that, but I don't think they clouded his judgement over the <laughs> picking the team Right, so it, it it was never personal. It was no, always... I don't think. No, I don't think yeah. so. No, no, you'd be kind of thing to spite your face, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's, there's always stories nowadays of managers falling out with players and they they never get picked, no matter how good they are. So... Well, some, sometimes if 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 you don't get on on with somebody, you might try and gloss over their better points and pick out their their bad points more. I don't know. Maybe that, that, that's what happens. Um, bit of a personal thing, but I don't think it's personal as far as I'm concerned. It's just that uh, one of those things. I just I probably wasn't good enough at the time to, to play yeah. the way he wanted me to play. You know, he, he wanted pure football, really, and I was, I was someone who, who roughed people up. Was I mean, this is a story that I've been told. It was after you, but this is what I was told summed up Ron Greenwood. But when they signed John Cushley. Yeah. He was a bit of an hard player, probably yeah. like yourself, and uh, he would go over the top in a tackle. And Ron Greenwood actually said to him, "Don't do that. We don't yeah. play like that here." Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But but um, he signed him, uh, and he made two signings that, that close season: Bobby Ferguson, the goalkeeper, and Cushley. Yeah. They weren't up to scratch. Yeah. When, yeah. when you say well, up to scratch, I mean... They weren't good enough. Yeah, I mean... Is that because Cushley... I mean, I don't know what Scottish football it was before my time, so... He really? didn't last long, did he, to be fair? No, Jones no, he, 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 he was... He, he was a reasonable player, but he wasn't a good player. He thought he'd signed two top players, and Bobby Ferguson, he wasn't a good goalkeeper either. Yeah. You know, the only decent, he signed Billy Bonds as well, who was the one who was one great success. Yeah. That's correct, yeah, Bonds come in in uh, 67. Yeah. yeah. Um, 66, uh, 67, wasn't it, yeah. 67, yeah, yeah he came yeah. in. I played, in, I played in, the, in, his, in his, the day when he made his debut, we, we played, uh, we played the first game, I think, uh, I can't remember now who we played, but uh, Bobby Ferguson threw a goal in. Sheffield uh, Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, of course he didn't play very well. We got beat, I think, 3 2, I think it was. Yes. I, I, I got dropped for the Monday night game, and I, I never, I'd never played after that because I tried to stick his club up his arse. Right, right. This is what I was going to get to because you you literally, it seems, played one game, two games a month, and then December you play your last game for West Ham against Sheffield Wednesday. You yeah. get beat 4 1. Yeah. You never play for West Ham against first team, but then you retire. Yeah, well, I had a contract was after the um, after the European Cup final. My, my contract was up, and uh, went in to see him and uh, offered me an increase, a slight increase. So it's not enough. I asked for what I wanted, and, uh, and he said, "Well, if you want that, you have to sign a four-year contract with two years with a two-year option." So the, the two years were up with the contract and the two-year option he wanted to get rid of me and I wouldn't go I stayed I said I'm going to sit the contract out and uh, we had a bit of a barney about that and then he eventually said 
see your contract out and carry on as you are. So that was it. I packed up when I was 28. I mean, the, the, the one thing when I was doing my research about you that interested me was about you packing up at 28. Yeah. At that age, you're at the peak of your, your, your footballing career, or that's generally the assumption, 26, 27, 28, 29, yeah. 30. You chose to stop playing and, and then go into the family business? That's right. Well, I, was work, I, I started working part-time before that, in the afternoons. Yeah. I got to see what was going to happen, so uh, that's what I did and start to learn the business and uh, that's why I ended up doing the two years FEMA time out using them rather than using me. You didn't want to carry on joining well, another club? I, 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 I never had any top teams coming from me. I, I think Portsmouth, Colchester, I went up to Colchester, so Colchester, and I, I, I'm not having this and uh, I just uh, thought I'm going to pack it in now. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> a bit of a... <laughs> uh, it was almost as if it was like West Ham or no one basically, or top-flight football, or nothing. That, that, was, that, was, that was the answer, top-flight football. There's no point playing third division, was there? Just dropping down through the divisions, and there's no enjoyment in that, really. I was, if, 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 I didn't, if I hadn't started working in the business, then I'd that's what I was about to do, because yeah. you, you know, you've still got to earn a living somewhere or other, so I was fortunate enough to be in that position that I could just turn my back on it. Yeah, what was the family business? Uh, Clothing business, retail clothing. shops, yeah. Um... So you finally retire. Yeah. You managed to play. I've got your stats here, just so you know. In total, uh, 184 games, which yeah. is which is a fair tally. Only two goals, though. Yeah. Can you remember your two goals? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to tell me, because I know what they are. Well, no, the, the first one was, was against um, Notts Forest. Uh, an evening game. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was I was done it. I went up for a corner, and the ball dropped in front. I just smashed it in. And the other one was in the semi-final of the League Cup against Cardiff, Upton Park, and when we beat them five-one, I think it was. Oh, the first cross yeah. the ball, I did it in. And Bob Wilson was in goal. I can tell you a bit about the goal. Bob Wilson was in goal for Cardiff. He, Bob Wilson played for the Arsenal. Yeah. And uh, that was the other goal. Oh, and now I do generally ask this question: So, which one's your favourite? <laughs> I suppose Take your pick. I suppose the other was the best one, really. But that could have gone anywhere. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So that that I, I, wasn't, I wasn't Jimmy Green. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. No. no you don't, they don't have to agree with me so so, uh, so much, you know. <laughs> Give me a bit of an argument if you like. Well, look, the way I would say it is, is that um, Steve Potts played 400 games for West Ham and only got one goal. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. And, and that, was a, that was a shot through the goalkeeper that the keeper dropped through his legs. But oh, dear, every well. keeper would have saved. So, you've got 100% better records for yeah. goal scoring in, in 50% less games. So. Yeah, well, we'll make a note of that then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you... Did you, did you I mean, this might be a bit of a silly question. Did you miss football when no. it finished? Was there? No, 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 no I didn't. I, I missed the camaraderie of the dressing room. Yeah, that's the most thing. No, I didn't miss football. Uh, I went back to playing Sunday morning football again for a couple of seasons. All right. So, um, did you? Did, I mean, you must have kept in touch though with with the um, the players. You built up good I friendships. Didn't, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really know. I, I didn't. No? I just cut myself right off. Because, you know, when you once you once you're out of this scene, you're out, aren't you? You know, 
they don't think about you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just at the end of the day, you, people think a football club they're all everybody's mates. It's just like a factory or an office. You you don't get on with everybody. You can't do. It's impossible. Yeah. You know, come Saturday you all gel together, but after that you got your own ways. No. That's, that's what I always did. Apart from when I was playing, when we we used to have the social bit, which was nice. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay, so I've got a few questions now, generally, not so okay, much about what's going So, as a kid you grew up in Edmonton and North London? Yep. You can answer this question if you want. What team did you support as a boy? Arsenal. Arsenal. You want to know the reason um, why? Yeah, go. Well, my uncle took me to, took me there, the first game I went to see, and that was my allegiance after that. Although I used to go to Tottenham a lot as well, because I was within walking distance of Tottenham. Yeah, but Arsenal it's still my club Arsenal I still look for them first uh, favourite player as a child as a child yeah did you have any heroes did you want to be anyone when you played football in the playground or no I don't think so no no well, probably the most famous player about them was Stanley Matthews I suppose wasn't he at that time I, yeah I, I was never going to be Stanley Matthews that's for sure no <laughs> Um, any regrets regarding what football? Yeah, football. No, I can't have any regrets about becoming a professional football. Case. People would give their way aren't they, to play football for a living. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, and uh, you know I've never had a proper job really. It's, you know I've never got to work as such in a factory or in an office, so I was. I was I was there for 12 years at Upton Park. Then I went to work in the, in the shop for 30 years. And then I, was, I went and worked for a pal in a, in a factory doing odd jobs. So I was never, I never had a proper interview for a job or anything. So I was, I've had a pretty lucky life, I think, in a way. Yeah, oh, well, that's, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good way to be, really, isn't it? If yeah. you can look back, um, that's what no, we've I've, I've, no I've no regrets about my life whatsoever, what I've done. Right. Um, last question then, which I've just lost. All oh, right, this is the last question. Okay. If, if I could give you one game to play again, what would it be? Right. Uh, I suppose the, the FA Cup final. Yeah, boys, I'm dream. Yeah. I mean, Wembley was Wembley. It's not like it is now, is it? You know, it was, that was the. Yeah. You only ever played there. You've got to play, unless you're international, you only ever play there once a year. Now they're playing. Even non-league clubs play there for these playoffs things, don't they? It's not the. It's not the. Well, <laughs> I was there Wednesday night. <laughs> was you? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, but I mean, Wembley was surreal. a place to play finals. If you played yeah. there, uh, not, I mean, I say you only ever played England or. Or played in the cup final there, and it, you know the pitch was so much different from what we played on every week. So the old stadium, was, the, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Yeah. And just, I mean, I used, to, I used to dream as a kid of playing there. When it happens, you, you walk out, walk up that tunnel onto the pitch, you can't believe it. You, you just got a pinch of thinking, Am I, is it really me playing here? It's, it's just a boy's, a boy's own dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I lived the dream in that respect. So. It was wonderful. 
Well, Eddie, I'd like to thank you for taking part okay, in this series. Absolute pleasure. If I can help you in any way in the future, just give me a call. You've got my number. If you want, anything, want to know anything, just give me a call, please. Lovely. Thanks a lot for that, Ed. I'll, right. uh, I'll be in touch. Thank you. All right. You're very welcome, Nigel. Cheers, mate. Good luck. Yeah. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. There you go. Uh, thank you, Eddie, and thank you, Nigel, for, for that fascinating insight uh, into the 50s and 60s. I'm sure we'll be back with another one. We've got plenty more interviews lined up. Nigel will be recording again very soon after his return from Bonnie, Scotland, where he's holidaying at the moment. Um, but for now, that's it. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.